Welcome to the Satori Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Dave Kovar, and the title of today's podcast is The Five Mindsets. Now, The Five Mindsets is a concept that that I've been talking about for years when I do like martial arts teaching seminars or business seminars. And the whole premise is uh, the importance of, in our particular business of running a martial arts school, what's most important? What do we got to remember to do every day? And where this stemmed from is that every business, you know, there's it's got its intricacies and and, and most businesses, I'm guessing, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that people aren't aware of, and, and our business is no different. There's a lot of things that have to happen in order for a martial arts school to be successful. There's a lot of, quote, boxes that need to be checked off by someone that's running a school, right? Things they got to do. And and because of that, what happens sometimes, the list of to-dos can get so long that I got to make do all these things every day that sometimes it's possible for somebody to forget what's most important, and they're so busy checking off boxes and they're trying to be efficient that they no longer are really being effective because they're not focusing on what's most important. And so what what I did is several years back, I got together with my master's council, which is some of our senior people in our organization. And we thought, okay, what do we got to do every day? What do we got to make sure that we can do every day uh, that's going to have the best chance of us guaranteed guaranteeing us a long-term success. And the other stuff we're going to do as well, but we got to make sure every day we don't forget to do these things. And so the list we came up with, the five mindsets, mindset number one is we're the friendliest place in town. Mindset number two is we're the cleanest place in town. Mindset number three is we only teach great classes, never just good classes. Mindset number four is we're excellent at student-parent communication. And mindset number five is every day we look for opportunities to recruit new members. Now, what I want to do is I want to talk about those five, but then I want to relate how these can work for other businesses. For that matter, if you're retired, how they can work for you in your life, just in in strengthening your life, because I think there's a direct connection. So for our business, first one, we're the friendliest place in town. That has to do with going out out of your way to make a really strong connection uh, with people that come in because the bottom line is is it it's it's intimidating to run into a, come into a martial arts school for the first time and and, and if we have the uh, an environment where everybody's friendly people walk in there put at ease very quickly and there's no guarantee they're going to roll just because it's a friendly environment but the odds are are in in our favor of them moving to the next level if they feel appreciated and welcome so that's step number one step number two is we're the cleanest place in town and that means literally we try to keep our schools <laughs> as clean as possible because. First off, they should be, right? But the next thing, you know, is cleanliness breeds uh, trust and professionalism. When, you know, you go into a place and it's real dirty and there's garbage cans overflowing in the corner. And, and you know, I remember one time going to an acupuncturist years ago and, and you know, uh, uh, over in the corner, there was a pile of, in a, in a box that was overflowing of dirty acupuncture needles kind of stacked and flowing over. And it was like, ah, you know, actually I saw one on the ground there. And it's like, that was enough for me. I never went back. Now the guy may have been a great acupuncturist, but that, that turned me off quickly. You know, it was hard to build professionalism uh, you know, and, and trust when I saw that, right? So we're the cleanest place in town. And that also has to do with being kind of a clean, G-rated environment. The third one is we only teach great classes, never just good classes. And that has that's really a mindset more than anything else, right? And that the, the bottom line is, is I've taught my share of mediocre classes, but I like to think my intention when I step out on the floor is to do the very best job I possibly can. Uh, um, and, and, uh, and sometimes they're going to be better than others, but that's our product. That's our product for us. Our product is, is, is that classroom. And it's pretty, it doesn't matter how clean our school is, doesn't matter how friendly our staff is, doesn't matter how slick our advertising is, doesn't matter how cool our classes are, excuse me, our our, our uniforms are, if our classes are only mediocre, we're not going to keep people.
The, the fourth one is we are excellent at student-parent communication. What that means is, is that I let my students know how they're doing, you know, what they're doing well, where they can improve. I communicate with students and if they're junior students with their parents. You know, uh, communication is, is the feedback of champions, right? It's the breakfast of champions. I should say feedback is the breakfast of champions. That's my, what I meant to say, right? And, and I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen schools that get the first three steps but miss out on this fourth step. And this is really crucial for retention. And the fifth step, step every day we look for opportunities to recruit new members has to do with we constantly are trying to grow and you can't stay the same you know it's just virtually impossible you're growing or you're dying right and so there's got to be a constant mindset to to be looking for new members because eventually people are going to go out the door you know they're going to no matter how good your retention is you're going to lose a certain number of people all right so those are the five mindsets now how can we apply those well i think they all apply to pretty much you know anything that we might do but but let's think about that from a personal standpoint, right? You want to increase your relate, strengthen your relationships or, or follow your passion. Well, where the friendliest place in town has to do with doing your best to make an emotional connection with the people that you interact with. Uh, so a couple days ago, I brought my father, who's 96, to the VA for his uh, biannual uh, checkup, right? And so we interacted with three different people at the base. And by the way, just for whatever it is, the base gets a lot of, you know, you hear a lot of stuff in the news that's not positive. Our experience with the base through my father has been very positive. You know, I, it's been really, they really take good care of him. And yes, it's not perfect ever, but, it, you know, the overall feeling, at least the one that we go to, which is in in uh, Sacramento, it's called. Yeah, it goes to Mather, and it, they've taken great care of it. It's been a great service. And but anyway, so we interacted with three people. The very first person is the guy that checks us in. Now this guy, he's doing his job. He's not rude, but you know he's not making us feel any you know anything special, right? He's just doing his job. Now I get that that's probably a, a really hard job to get excited about, and that is eight hours a day, five days a week, maybe year in year out, just checking people in. Uh, you know, so I get that. But nevertheless, you know, I can't help but think I felt kind of like a number and I know my father did. Okay, so let's call that a neutral interaction. It wasn't terrible, but it certainly wasn't positive. Then we come across the nurse who greets us and she could not have been more pleasant, sincerely pleasant. You can tell that right away she took great interest in my father. They were joking back and forth and and she, you know, you can tell that she consciously is going, okay, when I interact with these vets, I'm going to help make their day, right? And, And so that was a great little interaction and then we met with his doctor. Dr. Gupta, who's been his doctor for probably 15 years, and there was a, a, a clear sense of appreciation that she has for my father. She remembered him, and, I, and it's not like she was behind in the other room reading through his file real fast to kind of remember a few facts he could throw out there to make him feel like uh, uh, she remembers him. She sincerely, you know, remembers him. Right? She was bringing up things from past visits and asking about my mom. She knew my, you know, things that that made my dad really feel appreciated. And and made me feel appreciated. Now, the bottom line is, is she a good doctor? I believe she's a good doctor. I think she is. But you know what? That bedside manner really works in her favor, right? So so the bottom line is, is that there's an emotional connection. I, I will go further. I would drive further to go see Dr. Gupta because of the relationship he, she has with my my father than I would someone that, that gave me less of a, a personal connection. So that's something that, that you know, that I believe, now by the way, we, we should do all the time. Now, by the way, friendly on purpose is what we call it, right? We're the friendliest place in town, friendly on being friendly on purpose, but it's got to be real. There's nothing worse than phony friendliness, right? Right? When someone's kind of, you know, you can feel it. So how can you be friendly on purpose to the people that you interact with? Well, I think first off, it's way easier to be 
quote, friendly on purpose when you come from a sense of appreciation. And, I, I, you know, a lot of times we forget how good we have it. And I'm sure you're not without challenges, just as I'm not without challenges, right? I, I heard one time, your problems are bigger, I can see, but mine are happening to me. And what that means is, yes, other people might have it worse, but you still have to deal with what you have to deal with. Okay. However, when you come from a sense of appreciation, you know, like where you're at, you're naturally, you're more grateful. You're naturally going to be friendlier with the people that you interact with. So, so one of my favorite movies, it's a wonderful life. And I think it's Henry Fonda is the star of that. And, and if you haven't seen it, I strongly, I encourage you to do so. And my understanding, it wasn't even very, you know, it didn't even, it wasn't even a blockbuster. It didn't become famous until years after it was made, right? It became a cult classic later on. But the story is, is that long story short is he's, uh, unappreciative of his life. He's not he thought he should be he's feeling like he's failed and then boom what do you know he uh, you know he goes but he meets an angel right has a near-death experience and an angel shows him what life would have been like in this town if he'd never existed and how much of an impact he's positive that he has and then he goes back and to, to real life and all of a sudden for the first time he really appreciates where he's at well let's imagine for a minute that uh that you uh, had a dream last night and in that dream you found yourself in some mundane job some job that you just loathe and couldn't stand. Maybe it was you, you dealt with uh, irate customers all day, every day, right? That's what your existence was. And maybe in this, this, not only that, but you found you had a bunch of sickness and you were in a bunch of really uh, uh, bad relationships and in this dream and man, life is rough and you wake up, boom, and here you are, you are, we are where you are. All of a sudden, you'd have a renewed sense of appreciation and gratitude for where you are, and it's going to be easier for you to be the friendlier with the people you interact with. So that the starting point is, is that I would challenge you: we're the friendliest place in town. To are can you, uh, you know, go out of your way to make the people you interact with feel appreciated and noticed, so that they know that you interacted? Because I'll tell you what: whatever you do, keeping a strong emotional connection is a good thing. It's always better to have friends than enemies. And you don't just do it with some people that are important to you, but you do it with everybody you interact with to whatever. Now, some people you're gonna have more time to do it than others, right? But for me, that might mean letting somebody in in traffic, right? That might mean if someone's only got two things, you're at the grocery store and you're not in a big hurry, you just let them go first, right? And, and, and there's really very little downside to it. They're going to appreciate it, but you're going to, you know, feel better about it. And I, one of the, my favorite quotes is you can judge a person's character by the way they treat the people least important to them. Meaning you just get in this habit of doing this to everybody, not just like, it's because this is Chuck Norris or it's the president of the bank, so I better be extra nice. It's just a good habit to get into. So that's step number one that I challenge you to adopt. Be as friendly as you possibly can be. And once again, being, it's got to be true and some people are naturally more friendly and and if that and if you tend to be a little more stoic by nature i'm not you know you, you find a way to be the best version of yourself that's all okay step number two would be the cleanest place in town what the heck does that mean to me of course for your business if you have a business that's clean but to me that represents a sense of order a sense of structure uh that that really would be kind of uh you know pristine uh it's it's sense of diet are you eating clean you know are you doing things on purpose that's what that word represents it's interesting because i think of myself as a pretty highly and and maybe people that know me might look at me as a a fairly disciplined disciplined person. I have a, I think I like, I have a pretty high level of self-discipline in certain areas. Like, you know, when it comes to my diet, my sleep regimen, my exercise regimen, I don't miss much. I'm looking, I'm doing this podcast from my desk and I'm looking down at my desk and I'm realizing that it's not the most orderly. I feel a little bit hypocritical because I know I could make it cleaner, right? So, so I could make it more orderly. So we're the cleanest place in town. Step two is 
are you going out of your way to make sure to establish order, yeah, right? And I also think where the cleanest place in town has to do with a, a clean mind. What do I mean by that? Man, you know, I love the line that Tony Robbins once said, and that is he said, stand guard at the door of your mind. Watch what you let her let enter into enter you enter into your mind. And and so this is so true, man. If you watch three hours of local TV, uh, you know, local news, I should say, and then you follow up with a Jerry Springer show, that you're not a better person because of that. You've got all kinds of crap that's been put into your mind. You know, using the, the you know, computer acronym, good in, good out, right? Is it, uh, so where the cleanest place in town is, what are you doing to clean, to, to feed your mind stuff that's going to help you be in the best mood possible? You know, inspirational literature, positive podcasts, uh, books on tape that are going to leave you better. So all that to me kind of falls into the line where the cleanest place in town. Okay. And that doesn't mean you, you don't need to embrace your shadow every now and then because you certainly do every now and then, you know, you're going to go to the dark side, but that's why martial arts is so valuable because I can go to the dark side in a healthy way, right? I can, I can vent in a healthy way. So step number three, uh, we only teach great classes, never just good classes. What that means is whatever your passion is, man, if you're an artist, you know, I only do great artwork, never just good artwork. Now, that can be interpreted a couple different ways. I could say, oh, that, you know, I better not do anything because this is only mediocre, right? But what I'm referring to is putting your spirit into whatever it is that you're doing, not really satisfies, you know, settling for mediocre, right? Uh, you know, if you are, uh, you know, a salesperson, that, you know, that, that you're on call and you're selling insurance, that's important, man. Although a lot of people don't necessarily like to talk to the health insurance or the life, you know, uh, you know, uh, Life insurance guy, it's it's important. I have life insurance. I have health insurance. I have car insurance. I have house insurance. All that stuff is important, right? And so it's, you're serving an a very important function. And, and so what, what we've got to remember with this is, is that when we go into that, that we bring our A game, our passion to whatever it is that we're doing, right? And one of the things that I always try to do that gives me more confidence in maybe if I want to talk to someone about one of our programs is I always remember the impact, the positive impact our program has on, on people. And what that does is that gives me a little bit more what uh, uh, congruency uh, to uh, to do a good job with it, right? To to really push it a little bit more. Okay, so uh, can we only teach great classes, never just good classes? Would be a way of saying I only do great work, never just good work, right? I only if I'm mowing the lawn, I do a great job, not just a good job, and just kind of to have that high standard. And and you know the bottom line in the modern world, you can get by just with mediocre mediocrity, and you can do well, right? And so that's kind of what we see around us a lot. So we've got people pulling us down that want us to be less than, right? Either because maybe we're making, by our example, we're making them feel uncomfortable because they see us trying harder or or maybe we're just realizing, hey, what am I working so hard for? Everybody else isn't. Well, you know what? Forget everybody else. You're running your own race. You're going to do whatever you're doing with the best of your abilities possible. Step number four is we're excellent at student-parent communication. My application of that is, is are you going out of your way to keep your relationship strong? And, you know, uh, first off, start with your immediate circle. Whatever your circumstances, the people that are closest to you. You know, if you're, a, if you, if you have parents, what's your interaction with them? If you have kids, what's your interaction with them? With your siblings, with your aunts and uncles. And then, then that circle goes out further. Maybe it's friends, maybe it's coworkers. But, 
uh, you know, are you going out of way to really cultivate strong relationships? Because I'll tell you what, man, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, right? Uh, is, is, you know, nothing wrong with making a good living, of course, but man, being rich in relationships is, is incredibly rewarding, right? You know, and so what do you do by that? Where to me, this also is it refers to being able to really have somebody else's back. Yeah, right? Uh, is it, and that, that kind of goes along this lines. Okay, so that's step number four. And step number five is every day we look for opportunities to recruit new members. What the heck does that mean? Well, to me, what I'm referring to there is I'm referring to growing. Okay. And what I mean by growing is in our business, we got to grow our business, right? But that getting new members. So I got to be thinking about that. But on a personal basis is, is that is, is to remember that in order to be a champion, you have to fight like a challenger, right? And that, that you, you, you have to get to the next level or you're going to fall back. And, and so that's really about your personal development, right? Are you looking for opportunities to grow your mind? Are you looking for opportunities to improve your health? And, and, you know, I, I have, a uh, uh, you know, several people that I interact with that I went to school with and, and maybe some people that I know, uh, through my kids when they were going to school. And these are really good people, college educated in many cases, you know, rewarding and successful careers. And a few of these people that I know, and I'm thinking of one person in particular, I don't know that they've matured much at all since they graduated from high school. They certainly, they, they're not making any effort. They're kind of, their life is going to work and getting home and, and, you know, fixing dinner. And and having a beer while they watch some TV and going to bed and repeat, right? And so they're really, in my opinion, now they're living their own journey. Who am I to pass judgment? But from my opinion, they're not growing or they're not attempting to grow as an individual. And so this is, are you, are you on a quest uh, or are you just going through the motions, right? And by the way, being on a quest is hard because if you are, that means you're not, you, you know, you're going to fall down. Stuff isn't always going to go right. It's way easier just to kind of status quo, just kind of not really attempt to grow, just kind of fall by the wayside and just kind of be mediocre. Okay. But I'll tell you what, as you know, the rewards, man, of hard work and efforts and expansion are, are, are just, it, it just affects you in such a positive way. It makes you more in, in every way. So uh, I would strongly encourage you, you know, and this is about, you know, having goals and, and then, and then, and then paying attention to them and working towards them. I'd strongly encourage you to, to pick up uh, you know, your learning curve. As a matter of fact, I did a, I don't remember which podcast it was, but it was the four things you do if you have free time. And if you listen to it, you remember, if not, the four things are exercise, education, relationships, and service, right? Those are the things, those are always a good use of your time. And this kind of falls into that category, you know, and, and that is, is that uh, every day we look for opportunities to recruit new members. Every day we, I look for opportunities to, re- to recruit uh, what more information, right? To become smarter, to become more whole. And so if you remember these five mindsets, if you adopt these five mindsets, uh, then what's going to happen is, you know, you're going to be able to look back on the day and go, ah, it was a good day, right? You know, as I've mentioned before, take care of the days and the years take care of themselves. So today, what do I got to do? Tomorrow, what do I got to do? First off, I got to go out of my way to be friendly, man. You know, we're the friendliest place in town. I'm going to go out of my way. The people that I meet that I'm going to interact with a positive way, uh, regardless if they're popular, whether they're, they're important or not. The second, we're the cleanest place in town. You know, I'm going to make sure to establish order in my life. I'm going to, I'm going to have structure to the things that I do. Now, every now and then you got to throw that away and just be random, right? But we're talking about your, most people function well when they have a really clear, positive routine that serves them. The third one, 
We're excellent students. You know, we only teach great classes, never just good classes. What What is my passion? When I do, I'm going to pour my heart into it. And as a martial artist, I look at that this morning. I did some, I did an hour of jujitsu, right? I've already, I got a couple of training sessions in today. So I know I'm off to a good start. I had a good, intense 40 minute workout at the gym. Then I got about 45 minutes of jujitsu, right? And so it's a good day. And, and so, but with that, man, I was just really focusing on improving my basics just a little bit, right? So that's so, so many different ways we can apply that. Uh, so the next one were excellent student parent communication. Are you going out a way to keep your relationships strong? Now remember, that's different than friendly on purpose. They're, they're related, yes. Friendly on purpose is whoever happened, you might have come across, right? Uh, but the, but where excellent student parent communication has to do with the importance of searching out, searching out people, making sure to cultivate, you know, who in my family and my circle and my friends will I work with? Can I go out of my way to make sure to keep that relationship strong and let them know how much I appreciate them, right? Uh, and the final one is, of course, where ex- we're every day we look for opportunities to recruit new members. And that is, is that what am I going to recruit a new mindset? What am I doing to, to, to grow and improve? So I hope you, pre- I really appreciate you tuning in to the end if you're still here. And I hope you find this podcast valuable. If so, make sure to share it and tell some other people about it. Otherwise, until next time, thanks for tuning in. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.